Like you've audio recorded a beatbox? No, I typed it. It was a. It was all text. <laughs> oh my god. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Speakies of Reaction Podcast. It is me and the Goo Men. We're back. Yo. What is this? This is week 34? No, this is week uh, 35. It's actually week, like, what, 30? I think, like, 37. We've missed a few episodes in between. We've missed two. Right? Because your wedding, and then was there technical mm -hmm. difficulties one? There was technical difficulties. That was supposed to be the the one shot. That's yeah, right. that yeah. shit was awesome too. So yeah, two. It was pretty fun. That. It was a good time. Um, but I would think by you know this far in that we would be millionaires by now. Working uh, that hasn't happened. So working on it. We're getting working there. on it. Yeah, dude, we've hit some pretty fucking good records. I, I'm pretty happy. So as, as a podcast, let's all we'll all look at the stats together as a family. Um, How many weeks are in a year? Like fifty-three. 52. 52. Mm -hmm. 53. Listen, this guy doesn't even know. Um, look at me. My name's Tyler. I know the exact amount of weeks per year every day that I wake up. I bet CJ doesn't even know how many days are in a year. Shut up, dumbass. 365. Oh, right. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, we all watch Disney Channel. Hey, Tyler, can you tell me how many uh, how many leap year Februarys there are? There, there have been since 2000? Five. I can't confirm or deny that, so I just have to trust you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Coming out of here swinging, you don't even know the answer. <laughs> I was just jabbing at you, honestly. So we have had 692 plays all time. Yo. We've almost hit that 700. Let's go. Uh, I don't know if this number is showing me since... Uh, oh, here we go. Since September 21st, we've had 141. Uh... We hit like a huge spike just one weekend. Just like, I'm massive. Just like, kthoomp. We had like, yeah, kthoomp. We had like 45 listens in one weekend on what just some random there? Saturday. So that's our goal to beat now. Do you remember what episode that was? Uh, it was various episodes. It was just like total plays over all of our episodes was 45. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't remember where I. Over the weekend was just like, oh, yeah. You guys gotta check out this pod. This sick pod I've been blasting. Comes out every Monday at 6 a.m. Scud wakes up and uploads it. He wakes up at 5 in the morning. That's not true. I schedule it. I would never do that. I would never. Never. Like, ever. Wake up at 5 a.m. to upload something. Unless I was getting paid a million dollars to do it. Or, like, maybe a hundred. A hundred's fine. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna wake up at 5 and upload it? Yeah. Oh, come on. That's weak. I'm gonna demand you start doing that now. You don't need I'm money. Not, I'm not doing that. I'm I don't out. want to. I'm out. I need money for that. Dude. I think our show... Is, is our show better than Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's Thursday time. Night Football sucks ass. <laughs> yeah, it's always sucked ass. Ever since I was a little boy. 
And I, I, Thursday Night Football is relatively new, I think. I don't think it's been, like, around for more than 20 years, I think. Really? Yeah. It's a real new, relatively new thing. I didn't know it was that new. Yeah, it's pretty much been ass the whole time. Yeah, well, it's Let's just, like, it. five days off is just not enough time for dudes who run 20 miles per hour into each other. Yeah. Right, that makes sense, oh, I guess. Thursday night football games are always just, like, really sloppy. But, yeah, so, yeah, 100% our podcast is better than that, confirmed. Let's <laughs> just make sure. I see, and like, a ton of memes. They've had a ton of... I can't remember how many Thursday night football uh, games they've done this year. Um, but I've seen that out of all of them, they didn't have, like, any touchdowns. For 40 drives or something like that. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it might have been you who told me about that. I think it was. And, yeah, and when they finally scored a touchdown, like the it, first touchdown of Thursday night, Amazon Prime, they were playing a fucking commercial. <laughs> the people didn't even see it because <laughs> it was an Amazon commercial. It wasn't even like a fucking oh like like a Twitch. like ad. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was like a Amazon like yeah Prime, and then they come back and they're like, yeah, they scored the first touchdown. In history in Thursday Night Football. On Amazon Prime, yeah. <laughs> That's terrible, dude. Like, it just doesn't sound fun, like, at all. Um, it, honestly, isn't it, like... Classic. Isn't it, like, C, like, league teams that play Thursday Night Football or something? Like, no, not... it's... It's it's still, like, NFL teams. It's just... For whatever reason, um... Most of the time, it's like the worst teams in the in the NFL. So, I, got, like, yeah, I know the Cardinals are playing on it tonight. The Cardinals are actually like decent, though. Well, then, yeah, there should be a good. It should be good Thursday night football, right? And it's, just, it's just weird games. It okay. is just weird games, and they just like even whenever it is a good matchup, it's like not great. Um... It's just something about that Thursday night football, man. Ever since it's been a thing, like... It's just, uh... Let me just say Thursday night football has a stigma to it, of it being, like, bad football. It sucks for them. It's just weird. It may, maybe it goes off, like, what Tyler said. Where it's like, there's just not enough time. Definitely a factor. Yeah. Well, I'm sure, like the day after, like a, a pro match, your pro, your body's probably exhausted. Oh yeah, big. Yeah, like I could probably imagine. got hit by a fucking train. It, right, that O line probably is just getting torn up. Did you see? Did you see that Tennessee kid? Uh, that O line that threw up in the middle threw of the match. The yeah, <laughs> and then he like nodded. That's some like, that's some real intimidation tactics that he was doing. I think that's not uncommon to just see somebody vomit in the huddle. Ugh. At least it wasn't like in the huddle, you know. Like, like he kind of broke it. Like he knew it was going to happen. Like, he broke off. And yeah, throwing yeah. up isn't uncommon in football culture. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange. It was actually uh, before Nebraska fired their like head coach or whatever. Uh, he was talking about how like he was working his linemen so much that they were throwing up like multiple times every day Ugh. and then people were like 
Yeah, that's not good, actually. Yeah. Like, it's it's cool that you're saying that to, like, look like macho football, but, like, yeah. that's not good. They shouldn't be throwing up multiple times every day <laughs> because they're working out so hard. You yeah. fucking dumbass. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, that has to be, like, crazy intense workouts. Some in people order. some people who are involved in football are fucking clans. Yeah. yeah I, I have vomited from football practice before, but that's just because I made the fatal mistake of uh me and my friend casey before we went to football practice his like aunt or somebody made like peanut butter balls which was just like sugary balls of peanut butter and we ate so many and then like went to football practice and had to do sprints and stuff and yeah by the end of that i was puking yeah i can only imagine and you're like throwing up like peanut butter yeah that's that can't be fun coming out yeah it was tough ugh it's, it's, it's terrible going down. I can only imagine the reverse. How does that show always end up getting back to like vomit every once in a while? Does it? Yeah, we had one where we talked. Oh, the time I threw up at the gym. We like talked right, about, talk about for like for like fifteen minutes. I feel like there's always a way to get back to puking. Let's not. It always comes back. And CJ goes, let's not. Yeah, this is a great start for all of our football and vomit fans. Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. Dude, we've got a ton of, like, football fans. ton of vomit fans. ton of them, yeah. Uh, Do they actually I, have a lot of football fans? I don't fucking know. I doubt it. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. That crossover is very big. I think we have, like, 90, 99.9% like, that is not audience. Even a football fan. Yeah, I remember you pulling that one out one day. Yeah. You were like, not even pulled up. <laughs> I didn't even find our statistic on our male-to-female audience or other. I think it's how. Oh no! Oh. So we have, we oh yeah, we have a ninety-nine percent male, one percent female, zero percent non-binary, and zero percent non-specified. We have one thirty-five to forty-four-year-old that listens to us, or one percent of our audience. So what's up, Dad? I see you. Who's the answer, Dad? No. I've never told my father about this. I would never tell him about this. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. No. I don't want this getting out to anybody. Uh I've been I've been doing some talking about statistics. I've been looking at shit. It is like impossible to grow on Instagram nowadays. And it I it makes me feel bad. Like if I didn't have a connection or relationship with followers on Instagram, I would probably have stopped using it. Like, has your progress slowed a lot? Yeah. So, I feel like the last time I really talked to you guys about it, I'm sitting at thirty-four fifty-seven. Right. So obviously that's that sounds like oh that's that's not bad. Uh, over from August twenty-first to September nineteenth, I have gained point three percent followers. My accounts reached over that time has dropped 39.9%. And just like my total analytics is just like, yeah, you shouldn't be getting followers. Where is, hold on, let me find my, I like just, where is it? If I look and find my, uh, oh, this is how I find it. My like follower, like uh, follower and unfollower list. It's like, it looks like an EKG of somebody that's about to die. It's horrible. So, oh yeah, so over the last 30 days, I'm going to look at just just a week. 
Maybe you should buy some followers. Oh, uh, yeah. That sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, that sounds fucking terrible. So over seven days, I've gained two followers. I've had 10 unfollows and 12 follows. What the fuck? It just, I don't, I don't get it. Over the course of 14 days, I've gained eight followers. Uh, I had 22 people follow and 14 people unfollow. And I just don't understand. And maybe it's me. Maybe this is a dumb thing to say. I was talking to some other pages that are also having this issue. Why do people unfollow? Like, I don't unfollow. I know. I know. Uh, do you unfollow people? No, I mean, I don't unfollow people. But I know why people are unfollowing your D&D meme page. Why? Because... It's a meme suck. page? No, because in, <laughs> for some reason in the D&D community... Um... When it comes to like just like generally talking, for some reason, it's accepted that people have their own games and stuff, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But like, whenever people get on the internet to talk about D and D, like if your views don't align, like you're dead weight, and like they cut you. you know, like they don't want to have your opinions around. They don't want to hear what you have to say about like their game or whatever. Right. Uh, so, like, if you say that D and D five E bards are subpar compared to Pathfinder <laughs> bards, somebody thinking. who's been playing a bard for the last year and a half is going to get literally angry as fuck and unfollow you, and then go and try and find some YouTuber or some like somebody on Instagram who's like, "These are the best tricks for your bard character." Yeah. So, like, you know, that's just. I don't know why, like, I was watching this dude on YouTube, it was that dude I told you about not too long ago that does all that goofy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he did a video about the different types of players, and he was talking about how he doesn't think there's necessarily a bad type of player, um, and the different types of players are for different types of games and shit, and... I don't know, it's just for some reason people just like to play their D&D games a certain way. And yeah, if it's not yeah. that way, then they could give a fuck about it. You what know, I'm that... is you should start talking about like introducing Batman to your D&D campaigns on your... <laughs> I, I feel like I just need to tell everybody that they're right and that that'll solve all my problems. Nah, that's not what we want. Uh, we want means good. That episode is our third most listened to episode. Which one? The uh, rankings. The ranking, yeah. Heroes of really? Cringe and D&D Class tier list. At 32 listens. Yeah, dude, we, got fucking, we got put on blast for that one. That was funny, though. I enjoyed that one a lot. But no, dude, yeah. That, that Honestly, like, I feel like if you are like a... Look, I mean, it just is what it is, dude. A lot of the people, and like, I, I guess, I don't know how many people exactly, because I guess D&D is starting to get to that point where it's kind of like more people are getting like their hands on it and actually, mm -hmm. you know, interacting with Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Uh, but but there's a, a... I don't know, some kind of fraction of the D&D community... Uh, that are really like fucking weird. You know what I mean? 
You so, said I know exactly. I mean, that's I talk every to those people. Though. No, I mean like super fucking weird. And and if and if you like don't, if your opinions don't align with their opinions, especially when it comes to stuff that they especially like, like D and D and stuff, then you are fucking gone, bro. They will unfollow and block you if you fucking say that whatever they do or whatever they like in their D and D game is like stupid or, or wrong, wrong or dumb. Yeah. yeah. Then they will be like, "Fuck Fireball Studios." <laughs> <laughs> I've blocked some people like that. Like I don't mind. So when it comes to mind, you have like two maybe. And, but this is the reason I don't mind anybody that gets in my comment section and they debate, or if they're like, "I think it should be this way," or "I like this rule set over this rule set for this reason." I enjoy that because it's an actual conversation. But I've had people get in my chat before, or my comment section, and just be like, yeah, you're just fucking wrong because yeah. it should be this way. And I'm like, that's not acceptable to me. You can't just, don't come in here fucking blasting. And it, it's not even like me in the conversation. It'll be like two people I see, or like someone will make an innocent comment, and then somebody will come in there and attack them. And I'm like, that's not cool. You shouldn't. I don't want that kind of toxic. I don't want people arguing and fighting it's one thing mm -hmm. to debate and talk about their games and their you know systems they ran and maybe things they like and you know every t every once in a while it gets heated which is you know that's okay to me but it's like at a point where you're just like blatantly bullying people in a comment section i'm not okay with that and i think it may have happened to like two people where i've just been like yeah this guy's like really he's starting to push it he's just getting too far and you can uh I think when you block people, you can also now block any accounts that would be that like share the same phone number or email oh, really? address. Yeah. So if somebody made like 15 accounts with the same email or something like that, I would have automatically blocked all of them. And I don't have to worry about like them making a troll account and coming back. Even That's though that, cool. the, yeah. And thankfully uh, it doesn't happen often. There's a few, you know, arguments every once in a while or debates, but it's never bad enough that I'm you guys this is like a, becoming a problem but um yeah i've been talking to a few different content creators uh in the D, D like meme page section and a lot of them have been like yeah i've been stuck at this number for like months now and they were like four months ago no problem doing this kind of content no problem i was like getting bursts i was getting like 25 followers a week it was nice it was fun and they were like for the last few months i can't get a single i may get like two followers a week uh I, I was talking to 46 he was one of those guys too it was like a big group chat we have um and he was like i used to get 1500 likes per post uh and he goes now i may get a thousand so like there's some kind of disconnect with memes or with content that even Instagram just doesn't know what to do. There's like a time where they're like, oh, you need to be posting reels. Oh, you need to be posting reels like three times a day, or you need to be posting carousels, or you need to be posting uh, these types of videos. And it's like, it's just too much as a content creator to keep up with. I'm almost thinking of like trying to find new platforms like Facebook, but like I just, I'm comfortable on Instagram. It's very easy to use. It's very straightforward, but I uh, to, to me Twitter is dead and gone. I can't use Twitter. It's impossible. I've even had Tyler. I had, had an, over I had an awful time when I was on Twitter trying to run. I just, I don't know. I don't know After what you like have to do. After like a month, I gave up. 
Yeah. Yeah, let's not try Twitter. I mean, I used to like Twitter a lot, but that's because Twitter used to just be like wild. Yeah. And like a lawless <laughs> fucking just. It is yeah, it was just wild. Way. Well, nowadays, it, it, I mean, it is still kind of that way. But, like, there's a lot of different subsections of Twitter now. Like, it's not yeah. all just lawless fucking nonsense anymore. A lot of it is, like... I mean, I feel like a majority of, like, cancel culture and shit, I feel like, just kind of sit on Twitter all day and kind of... I can see that. ...look or search and dwell, just... like, on the trending and... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're just a lot of people on Twitter, and that's that's where a lot of people who have, like really like extremist ideals can like link with other people who feel the same way yeah just a lot of people who have some really fucking wild opinions all have twitter accounts because there are people on there who like validate each other's opinion like that Mm -hmm. and twitter is one of those platforms where they really will like oh you've been liking um furry shit well (laughs) guess what we're gonna promote you some furry shit or like you know you're like even to the point where it's starting to get to the point where it's like oh you've been liking violent shit well let's promote you some violent shit yeah they they try to do that on instagram too there was somebody that was like uh they saw like a bunch of memes in spanish and they knew from the context of the meme and some of the words they could pick out from spanish what was happening so they thought it was funny but then all of a sudden they just started getting memes in Spanish. And they were like, I don't speak Spanish though, so I don't know like half the shit that's going on. And I get that every once in a while too. Every once in a while I get like I'll be scrolling through reels and it's just like it's just like random videos from people in like third world countries. And I'm like, how did it get to here? Because I get like I'm Spanish like an, ads on YouTube and shit, and I'm like, what the fuck? I kinda like that they do that though, and it's not just like all English anymore. But I get what you mean. Like I, I feel like at least the algorithm shouldn't detect that you don't speak Spanish. But for some reason, it's like, oh, here's this entire ad in Spanish. It just confuses me. So I like, I just don't know what to do as a content creator more. I don't know how to grow further. And I feel like the only way, to, I feel like the podcast well, has grown more than my Instagram page. Really? Yeah. Well, there's also Instagram not too long ago. If you actually do it right now, Scud, if you pull up your Instagram, um, when you're at home in the top left corner, if you hit Instagram, uh, you can then hit another option that says, like, following. Uh, Because not too long ago, Instagram updated their, like, homepage to where uh, you will, like, you know, see fucking posts and reels and stuff from people you follow um but the new homepage for instagram will also like show you ads and like people that you don't follow uh so that way you like might follow them uh so like for example i'm on my regular one right now not on my following and here's a sponsored ad right now that they're showing me Mm -hmm. and if i scroll down a little bit more there's actually going to be another fucking ad already and uh and then here's one where I don't even follow this person. So, like, <laughs> they updated their home's, like, default, like, feed that you scroll through. Yeah. 
to include a bunch of ads and also include people you don't follow so that way you like you might follow them so like they're what they did was like they they took that explorer thing and put a little bit of that into the default like home feed right and you have to manually every time if you wanted to only look at stuff that people you follow post manually pull up your instagram and then hit instagram at the top left and then hit following to make sure that you don't get a fuck ton of ads and you don't like see shit from people that you don't even know who they are yeah like i'm looking at some really of the people i'm like following currently and it's like man i haven't seen these people post in like years like i don't follow them oh, i follow like 280 which is a lot but like also I've seen more, but, uh, it's crazy. Cause there's a lot of people I'm looking at. That's like, I remember like following them when they had like a few followers, like kind of in the same place that I was in. And now they've, uh, they just don't post anymore. They're just like done. And I don't blame them. Cause like, I think a lot of people ran into the same problem as me where they were just like struggling to feel the growth and the algorithm working that their way. And I've talked to a few of them and I've been like, you know, like, where have you moved to now? And they're like, I'm on Facebook now. I'm doing this. Uh, oh, the guy that did our original party art uh, for Tyler's game. Uh, the one that we won in the giveaway. Uh-huh. Uh, he he moved to Facebook because he found better engagement with his people, like his community. And he that's what he valued more over Instagram. And, I can um, see that too, I'm actually, waiting. now that you mentioned that, because like Instagram is kind of more like a casual social media. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm on Instagram uh, whenever, I don't know, I'm on break at work yeah. and I'm waiting yeah. to come back from break, right? I'm on Instagram whenever I'm taking a shit. I'm on Instagram whenever, you know, this and that. I'm on Instagram whenever I'm trying to kill time or like I'm not doing anything and I'm bored. Yep. Facebook is more of a like. We check out my peeps. Yeah, like, pe- like people are on Facebook for hours. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't really know anyone who does that. Uh, I mean, I might, and I just don't know if they do that. But like, uh, I, back in the day, bro, like whenever I was in like middle school, I used to be on that shit. Like, I used to be on Facebook for like an hour, an hour and a half. I used to message people from like bath county that i knew from facebook because like i just knew who they were on there and like i wasn't ever gonna fucking go over there you know what i'm saying so like <laughs> yeah. so like i would be on facebook whenever i had nothing to do um and people still be like that like mm-hmm. one of my friends on facebook whenever i get on there because for me facebook is casual like all my social medias are actually casual i just get on there whenever I'm trying to kill Tom or whenever I'm bored right? or whatever. Uh, some of my friends on Facebook are on that bitch all day. And like they're yeah. like retweeting or like they're, they're like sharing, sharing. Yeah. And, yeah. Sharing and, uh, and like making posts all fucking day, like every day. Like some people would definitely still be on that. So yeah, like that, that just gives you a much higher chance of like this person's gonna see my Facebook meme because they're gonna be on Facebook for for a couple hours today. I actually have a Facebook thing already, 
And anytime I post on Instagram, it just automatically goes and posts it on the Facebook. But I just don't know how to grow that. Because it seems like I have, because I have like 11, I think, either likes or follows. I don't know how it works on there. Uh -huh. um, some of them I know, some of them I don't know. But uh, most of our friends don't use Facebook anymore. Like our close friends, at least. Yeah. Um, so like, so most of these people I don't know. So it's like, okay, so they obviously they like the D&D stuff. But I don't use Facebook personally, so I never even get on there to like try to talk to them or communicate or have anything done. Um, you guys want to hear a really embarrassing story about Facebook with me and Facebook? Sure. I, uh, I was in middle school and... Already good. <laughs> I was trying to... I, at the time, like, me and one of my cousins were, like, super close. Like, she was in, I think, like, fifth grade. And I saw I was, like, one year, maybe two years older than her. Um, and we would we would talk to each other through Facebook Messenger or whatever. And um, I remember I was at my dad's house, and I had, like, just logged into my account. And I was looking at, like, who was online. And I thought I saw it was my cousin's name. Uh, turned, but like the way his monitor like size was, it cut off the name. So I only saw the first name. Then it did like the dot dot dot. And so I just like, so I'm gonna just start. I guess I should just say this too. Middle school me was just like completely stupid. You know what I mean? Just like any <laughs> middle school boy. So I messaged this person who I thought was my cousin, and just all caps, ah, you know, just screaming. That's it. Just like, ah, and it was just multiple paragraphs worth of this shit. And then after you send it, the full name popped up and it was like some bitch I went to school with and I had no idea who was, but I added because we went to the same school. I remember she like immediately messaged me and goes, are you okay? <laughs> and I was just like, fuck me, dude. <laughs> I'm like, deleting Facebook. I was like, I thought you were my cousin. I'm so sorry. And I just closed the chat. I think I just logged off. I didn't even try. I was like, God, yeah, I'm just done. And I never, I don't think I've ever spoken to that person like before or after that event ever happened. That's but yeah, awesome. I was like, so I was like, oh yeah, there's my cousin. And then ah, they were like, oh, are you, are you, you're mentally insane. You're like a crazy person. And I was like, yep, that's me. Mm -hmm. Crazy Joe. Uh, what are we talking about? Absolutely nothing. Uh, pretty much. It's the whole this has been, really this I had a really been cringe. absolutely nothing. I'll, I'll share a cringe moment from Facebook real quick. Right. I want to hear yours, yeah. This one is from like early high school. And uh, I was going to go to the state or like the, the county fair, right? Yeah. Uh, and I made a post about how I was going to go. And yeah, I think yeah. I might have been like a freshman in high school. Uh, but anyways, I was talking about how I was going to go and there was this chick for some reason, her thing was like, she, uh, wanted, like, she couldn't take rejection. Right. Like, like she couldn't take like, no. Yeah. And, and me back then, like I wasn't fucking with that chick at all. Like, and I didn't even know who she was. Her status was up there. She knew it. All right. She actually ran with it, and she was like, uh, you know, uh, 
she was like, oh, I'll be at the fair tonight, too, if you want to, like, hook up or whatever, like, on my fucking Facebook status, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I was like, uh, no, like, on my status, too. So, you know, I used to be a brazen motherfucker back when I was younger. Yeah. So, like, it, it all got to this point where I was at the fair, and, and what happened was... So, like, uh, like at first when she commented on my post, she was just like, I like your shirt or whatever. And I was like, thanks or whatever. Yeah. And then she, she started trying to do the flirt thing. And I was like, nah. And she was like, I'm going to get your shirt or something oh, like that. Oh, and oh, I was no. like, oh, my mm -hmm. God. Hey, yo. And then, yeah, yo. But and then, like, I was at the fair later, like, waiting in line for, like, something. And this chick walks up to me, bro. I didn't even see her. I didn't see her, bro. And she walks up to me and starts touching, like, my body, bro. Like, starts <laughs> grabbing, like, my chest and my stomach and starts pulling my shirt up. And she was like, I told you I like your shirt. And I was like, bro, get away from me. I was like, stop touching me. And this is like, it was a really cringe situation. Yeah, because, like, I was very rejectful to this person. I was like, stop touching me, go away. Like, it was like... Yeah, like, this isn't this isn't cringe. This is this is harassment in the workplace. Yeah, Sidney, you were harassed. You were... And, I, I feel like I'm not using the right word. And then she you ran away, know. and then I was just like, just what the fuck just happened? Like, like <laughs> dude. I, that's so brave. Could, could you imagine? I would not like that, like, in any form or fashion. Even if I, like, knew the person. No, it was strange, for sure, and I was, uh, <laughs> I remember at the time, the reason it was cringe for me is because, like, I had never been put in that situation yeah. where I had to, like, tell somebody, like, get away get your from hands me, off stop me. touching me in front of, yeah. like, everybody, and I was yeah. like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Th this is to be this episode, like, if anybody's, like, been this committed to the show, this is the one they'll they'll get to, like, really get a good look at like at least who we were i guess i was yeah i have i could not talk to people up until like 18 20 like my social skills were absolutely you want to hear this is this is more embarrassing this is more cringy than the last story i told uh i one time thought it would be a good opening line to to this girl in high school if i text a beatbox to her like does that make sense like you've audio recorded a beatbox no i typed it it was a it was all text <laughs> oh my god yeah bro that's, <laughs> that's pretty fucking bad that's pretty <laughs> fucking awesome dude and, i mean i'm pretty sure like the response was like what's happening what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even then I'll, i think i tried to go with it you know what i mean i was like you know That's and she awesome. was just like she was just like this is not uh this is cool you know just being polite i don't yeah, ever talk to that person ever again yeah it, it, I've, I've had a couple of situations i can't think of any like off the top of my head but i do know what you're talking about where like where, like, you come up with this idea in your head, like, you, there's this, like, cute chick that you've, like, kind of got a thing for, and you're mm -hmm. like, man, I've got to do something different to get this chick's attention. And so your brain's you like, something this is dumb it. as fuck. Like, yeah. it is. 
I've been there a couple times when I was younger. I used to do that shit. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I needed guidance. Somebody should have helped. I was a struggling young man. I'm still a struggling struggling young man. It's just a little better for me. I've just been put in more social situations, so I just kind of know what to say now. Oh my god. I was gonna talk about something tonight. I've kind of enjoyed just roasting myself on the internet. Oh yeah. Oh, you got any crunchy stories? Yeah, I was trying to think, but nothing I can think of. Maybe I just my maybe my brain is like not allowing me to embarrass myself. But I can't remember anything like off the top of my head. That's really embarrassing. We're gonna get back into Discord with the other guys and just you'll immediately come up with something. Yeah. No, That's I mean, how it normally I think, works. I think my brain is just trying to protect me right now. It's trying to protect you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I I don't know what was going through my head those days as a as a kid. I thought I was cool. I was not cool. I didn't think I was cool. I thought I was like a medium at best. I wasn't cool, but I wasn't a loser. I was friends with Josh Garrett, so if I was, you know, around Josh, hey, like, I was that's okay. All yeah. Yeah, we didn't get picked on. And if we did get picked on, we had CJ. <laughs> we would just tell CJ about it, and CJ would just go, just like, I don't know, screech at somebody, and they would just leave. <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny is I never really got into many fights in high school. I just fucking, like, yelled at people, yeah. and... That's really all that ever we, happened. Like, we were like the perfect medium. You know what I mean? Like, we weren't so lame that like we ever got bullied or like picked on, but we weren't cool enough to be like in over. Our, you know, or like too over. Our, over. We our weren't cool enough to be part of the exclusive. Uh, yeah. Like, cause, cause I, when like I don't know. I'm sure it's still that way to this day. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. When we went through the high school, there very much was a exclusive club of people who like, like, like you don't get invited to the crazy parties unless you hang out with this person or yeah. you know that person. So that that definitely was present whenever we were going through high school. So like, we weren't in with that crew, or at least most of us weren't. Uh, and then like. We also weren't, we weren't part of like the fucking rejects either, because our high yeah. school definitely had some rejects. But we, we, I remember there were times where we, we fucked with the rejects. Like I remember plenty of times playing. I don't know if we should call people rejects. But I'm talking bad. about the absolute fucking rejects. I'm talking about uh, the ones that uh, were like, yes. So it's like, oh, you mean the actual rejects? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, you mean the one that no one talked to. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah those rejects. rejects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll think back what I said. You haven't called them rejects. I'm thinking of, like, the guy I feel like there was a guy we went to school with that was, like, Sonic Fox. Uh, the the pro fighting gamer guy. You know, oh? tell her, what's the name I'm thinking yeah. of? He, no, the you Sonic got it right, Fox? I think. Yeah. Okay. I feel he's like we were he's really good at fucking Mortal Kombat yeah. and Injustice. Yeah, those were the people that like that we would talk to them. I remember at least a few times because I played Magic the Gathering. So like, and we'd go play like Magic in the library, and uh, they'd be in there hanging out, and some of them played Magic. Uh, but I remember, yeah, talking to some of them. Some of them were just like the things they would like come up with and say to each other were like some of the weirdest, just like out of the world. <laughs> Oh, this is how I should 
phrase it. So the video that iDubs did where he met uh, that one dude, Tyler, that me and you were talking about. Um, fuck, what's his name, Tyler? I have no idea what you're talking about. We were talking about iDubs did an interview uh, with that one guy. Oh, AC? Uh, no, no. you're talking about the Sam guy? Sam H? Something? I, dude, I can't remember his name. Either. About, yeah. Hyde? Hyde? Sam Hyde? Sam Hyde? That sounds right. Perhaps. So, we were iDubs in that situation of high school. And Sam Hyde's, in the beginning of the interview video, those were the rejects. They were, like, really out of nowhere. They were, like, talking about stuff they found on, the like, the dark web. They were, like, snuggling and kissing each other in the corner of the library. That's, like, the kind of energy that we were, like, no. That's not, that's not us. Yeah, no. Really but we like... were... We were freaks. Yeah, <laughs> our own no. breed. Oh yeah, we were our own type of fucking wild. Like, uh, I think I think one of the best things we ever did was the woos and uh, the pepper alley. <laughs> that, that's the fucking like... baseball team. Yeah. And then like when it got to the one fucking dude. super preppy dude that no yeah. one fucking liked, we all quit and like Dead it was silence. super apparent that we excluded him because he was a douchebag yeah. and like. Even, like, the teachers at the fucking rally were laughing at shit, bro. Alright, that shit, that's the shit I miss. Like, just the fun, random shit. That was really fun. God, we got up to some fucking dumbass shit. Yeah, I used to really just clown around in high school, dude, for real. Like, senior year. Especially my senior year, because it yep. was super easy. Yeah. I set myself up for, like, super easy classes my senior year. Do you remember... We were playing basketball in the blue gym at lunch. And <laughs> it was, I think you may remember what I'm remembering. It was like me, you, Juice. Josh. I don't think I was actually there. I've okay. only, I think I only heard about this incident. So we're playing basketball and the ball like rolls over to one of the doors that was, that would lead into the lunchroom. And Juice was like, so Josh is getting the ball, and Juice is like, hey, when you get the ball, hit the door and act like you fall through, you know, and just, like, see what happens. And Josh, like, with the power of Zeus, like, slams into the handlebar and, like, throws the door open and, like, acts like he falls in. And he stands up, and it's, like, dead silent in the cafeteria. It's, like, a full cafeteria, but it's dead silent. <laughs> and they're all staring at him. And he picks up the ball, and he's just like, hey. And he grabs the door and pulls it back. And he turns and looks at us, and we're all like, of course, you know, same face, just like wide-eyed, like, uh-oh. That shouldn't have happened like how it happened. And then we start playing basketball, and of course, you know, like five teachers show up. And they're like, um, you're not supposed to be in here playing basketball. And we got in trouble, but dude, it was so funny when Josh turned back around. And his <laughs> face was like, uh, I don't think I should have done that. <laughs> done that. <laughs> Tell her wish you went to our high school. Yeah, you almost got me in the yearbook. Oh, we did almost yeah, get we Tyler, did in almost the get Tyler in the yearbook. Almost. Oh, that would have been fucking awesome. It literally hit some like it literally hit some fucking like final like security yeah. check shit, and they caught it like <laughs> last minute. <laughs> Isn't it because we have blue lockers and Tyler's taking a picture in front of green ones? Yeah, I think so. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what that's what I, didn't even I think it might have been. I think oh, somebody was that's like, awful. "Hey." Where are these lockers at? <laughs> oh, that makes me cry, dude. I didn't realize that that was the problem. I, I think it was I between that. I would have taken the picture anywhere else. 
I think it was between that and uh, who is this person? Yeah, everybody being like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't know that guy. God, that would have been awesome. Uh, yeah, we got so close. Uh, Luke being student of the month. Uh, Forever. For four years straight yeah. was awesome. That will... I think they just took that down. I don't even think they put it back up. But it was up when Mason was still there. And then it was up, I think... Somebody else went to the high school for something, and I think it, I think it was still there, but I think it's recently. I say recently. Maybe within, like, the last two years, they just took it down completely. It's insane. I can't really think of anything else. Played a lot of PE. That was pretty much... That was our high school life. It was nuts. It was fun. I did musicals so I could get a week off of school. I did the that musical, was, too, with Scott. That was worth it. Yeah, did you? Did you do? It Shrek? honestly was worth it. It was fun. You didn't do Shrek, did you? No, no. you did. Uh, I just did anything, anything goes, goes with you, and the only reason I did it is because like you and Lane and yep. fucking so many people I knew were gonna be in it, and you mm -hmm. were like, we can get all like out of class, and I was yeah. like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, for a week straight. I'm sure you remember this, dude. The, like, so for some reason I had this uncanny ability for, like, the teachers that no one liked and the teachers that fucking hated everyone liked me. Yes. So, like, Miss Barnes used to like me for no reason. Yeah. And, uh, because Miss Barnes was, like, the main person behind the play or whatever. Yeah. I'm not sure if we should be saying their name or not, but whatever. But, uh, well, uh, she's not a part of it anymore, anyways. So. Yeah, that is true. But, uh, anyways, she loved me for no reason. Just like how the other female teacher that fucking hated everybody liked me, and the dude teacher who fucking hated everyone liked me for no reason. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, the other, like, leads or whatever, the other people who were, like, helping with the play, uh, would be like, Boys, you gotta shave. Oh, yeah. I wasn't fucking shaving, dude. You yeah. can Scud can attest. I did not shave once nope. for the play, and I was like a sailor. And they were like, "Sailors are clean shaven," and I was like, "I don't shave my fucking beard." Yeah. And they were actual like, sailor, like I imagine, like a pirate, like you're not shaving. It uh, it was set in like the sixties. Oh, you're like a so, U.S. sailor, right. yeah. Yep. Everybody, yeah. Everybody had like the white uniform. I'm thinking like D and D sailors. No, like, no. It was like it was like we had on like white uniforms and like the white hat and shit. Yes. Yep. I have those DVDs still. I just saw them the other day, actually. I, really? Yeah, I have the Anything Goes and Shrek on DVD. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I don't think Ellie is seeing the Shrek one, but she's seeing the Anything Goes. I think anything goes when it's funny to watch whenever it it's is like weird. us on so, there in there being stupid as fuck. Dude, so for when we were practicing for the uh, the Shrek musical, uh, there was a Shrek hut. Because you know like how the movie starts out, he's in the outhouse and everything, and he like kicks the door open and he's like, ah, you know, and they start playing All-Star and everything, and you're like, ah, oh, it's Shrek. So we had an outhouse, <laughs> but it was like on wheels. Uh, and you could fit like four or five people in it and there were two doors there was a back door and the, then the, the front door he would kick in so like while we were practicing there would be days like we would just get in the outhouse 
and just sitting there and talk to each other while like people are doing their lines or practicing choreography it was so much fun because people would just walk up and just open the door and we would just like welcome them in like it was like a like a hidden sanctuary we'd be like yeah you want to you want to just sit here and talk to us yeah come on close the door and the people could like look through the little moon in the outhouse and we would all just be like standing in there like hello <laughs> can we help you i try to tell people like it sound like it it sounds worse than it was but dude it was so much fun to be in the musical and it it may have just been the people we we did it with but they were they were very chill like there were there were the musical kids but they're also like normal people that would do it too like we had yeah. like two like <laughs> bodybuilders in there too like uh yeah hogan was a part of it and uh I can't think of the other guy's name, but I'm, I'm picturing his face. They were like extremely jacked at like 17. I'll say Cody. Oh yeah, and Cody. Okay, okay. I was thinking of somebody else. Um, let's say like his last name. Sorry, wasn't he M. in? Yeah. Oh yeah, Cody was there for both of them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I loved being in anything goes musical, dude. Honestly, it was super fun and. That musical, I feel like, had, like, its own, like, vibe to it because of how many people who didn't normally do that kind of shit was yeah. in it. Because it had, like, us in it. Like, half Blaine. the basketball team in yeah, it. Yeah, half the basketball team was in it. Like, there was a bunch of people who had, like, never done anything like that before who was in that play. I think that's one reason why it was so fun. Was Lane in Anything Goes or was he just in Shrek? He wasn't anything goes. Was I'm he? pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the reason. I'm pretty sure the main reason that I decided to do it was because it was you and Lane, right? I thought it was just me until Shrek came out, and then I think me and you talked Lane into getting into it. That's what I thought, but I couldn't remember. Well, I didn't do Shrek. You didn't, but you you considered doing Shrek in the beginning, and then you're like, "Yeah, I, maybe, I'm not gonna do it this yeah, year." Yeah, maybe maybe Lane didn't do it. And Lane definitely did the priest uh, for the marriage scene of Shrek. Yeah. And he did the, the Monty Python uh, <clears throat> voice and everything. Yeah. That was a good time. I can't remember why I didn't want to do it the second time. I just remember I didn't want to. I feel like you just weren't vibing. Like, it wasn't the same anymore. It wasn't as... So, uh, from what I remember, Anything Goes was super, like... We didn't have many people... So it was very like, okay, you know, this show is just going to be what it is because, you know, we're going to just make the best with the amount of people we have. But then Shrek, we had like double to triple the amount of people we had for Anything Goes. So we just had like a ton of uh, of people. And I remember there were like a lot of people that like didn't get roles. Uh, oh, maybe. No, there's no way you didn't get a role. I, I didn't even try for Shrek. Like I didn't. You didn't? Okay. No, maybe I don't know. I remember. I feel like I remember you considering it at least. I did consider it whenever because yeah. I think I considered it because you know we were talking about. I think um, I'm starting to remember it correctly. Wayne was gonna do Shrek just because he wanted to. Is it Shrek? Uh, and were you in Shrek? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I was. I played three roles in Shrek. Okay, and. Yeah. uh 
And then you guys were asking me if I wanted to do Shrek, and then I was like, nah. no. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but you were in the the musical theater class we had for a little bit. Yeah, I do remember that. That's what that maybe that's what I'm thinking of that I thought you were doing. Because you did that for like a yeah, part I was of the in that class. Was that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I took the musical theater class. I think that's what it is, dude. I took that class and I, I like, I didn't fuck with it very much because they were like, really that's trying to turn me into a musical kid, and I was yeah. like, no. Yeah. <laughs> After like, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I was like, if y'all will accept me into the play the way that I am, then you know we'll all be good. But yeah. whenever I was in that class, they were really trying to like, CJ, you need to dance this way you need to start really yeah. trying to sing and i'm like no nah, dude i'm i'm done that's yeah i think that was what ended up being a turn <laughs> for a lot of people i bet uh but that class was fun because it was like we just played improv games for like a majority of it until the musical was, came around uh like we played whose line was it uh we played a whole bunch of random shit but it was, it was a good time but it was not like it was weird they like we would like sing one week and then we would like do another thing another week and it was like ah kind of just want to play improv games and just like not go to a real class because i think she she only did it for that one year and then after we graduated miss barnes didn't do it anymore it became all uh the uh the other the singing teachers uh class and i think it, it changed a little bit drastically Oh, dude. Okay, we gotta check this out. I just looked on my other monitor and it's still up. Totally out of context from what we were just uh, talking about. But there's a madness uh, chapter to the DMG that I've never heard of before. And I've never heard of anybody using or talking about before. And it seems pretty interesting. So I thought I'd read some of it and see what you guys thought about it. Because um, it could easily be tied into many, like campaign settings for like multiple reasons so uh they started out by talking about madness uh madness in a typical campaign setting characters aren't driven mad by the horrors they face and the carnage they inflict day after day but sometimes the stress of being an adventurer can be too much to bear if your campaign has a strong horror theme you might want to use madness in a way to reinforce that theme emphasizing the extraordinarily heroic, or I'm sorry, hor horrific nature of the threats the adventurers face. Um, I think this could actually be really good for Mad Mage. Like, being underground for so long, I think it could be an interesting mechanic, but uh, so so going mad. Various magical effects can inflict madness on an otherwise stable mind. Certain spells such as Contact Other Plane and Symbol can cause insanity, and you can use the madness rules here instead of the spell effects of those spells, disease, poisons, and planar effects such as Psychic Wind or the Howling Winds of Pandemonium can inflict madness. Some artifacts can also break the psyche of a character who uses or becomes attuned to them. Resisting a madness-inducing effect usually requires a charisma or wisdom saving throw. This is like one of the most in-detail things I feel like I've read from Wisdo uh, Wizards of the Coast. Um, 
after that, they kind of like break down some of the madness effects. Um, there's short-term madness. Uh, the subject uh, will suffer for 1d10 minutes. Uh, there's long-term madness, which is 1d10 times 10 hours. Um, and then a character afflicted with indefinite madness gains a new character flaw from the indefinite madness table that lasts until cured. Um, some of the things that you're looking at short-term, uh, you're paralyzed. Uh, you kind of retreat into the, the back of your mind. Um, the effect ends if the character takes any damage. Uh, being incapacitated, being frightened. Uh, you can't spell, you can't speak or cast spells. The character must use your action each round to attack the nearest creature and things like that. Uh, long term, the character is 25% blinded or deafened for 75%. Um, a character experiences a powerful delusion. Uh, choose a potion. The character imagines that he or she is under its effects. Uh, there's also uh, the character suffers extreme paranoia. The character has disadvantage on wisdom and charisma checks. Uh, the character experiences vivid hallucinations and has disadvantage on ability checks uh, and things like that. And then there's indefinite madness, which they just consider flaws. Um, and these are more role playable. These are less, you know, mechanic wise and more, you know, your character now suffers from like a condition like this, like, um, uh, being drunk keeps me sane. Uh, I keep whatever I find. I try to become more like someone else I know, adopting his or her style of dress, mannerisms, and names. Um, I find it hard to care about anything that goes on around me. Uh, I don't like the way people judge me all the time. I'm the smartest, fastest, wisest, strongest, and most beautiful person I know. Uh, I've discovered that I really like killing people and things like that. And I'm just like surprised that this like table isn't referenced more. So I feel like these are some really fucking cool and some of them are short and some of them are longer term. Um, you can suppress them with calm emotions uh, while lesser restoration can rid a character of a short term or long term and remove curse or dispel evil might also fix uh, their condition and then a greater restoration will cure an indefinite madness. As I say, when you started reading earlier, in general, uh, in Dylan's campaign, you used Contact Other Planes once, mm -hmm. and I went insane. Did you? Yeah, because uh, I failed. Uh, that, that ruined that whole session because I was insane. Um, and the only way to cure it, I think, was sleeping. Wow. I think, but it turned into a whole ordeal because Zenrul, uh, had a warlock, uh, fuck, I can't remember what they're called, like a warlock patron? thing. No, not a patron, like, um... Oh, were you, you didn't called. have the sleep, you were a caffeine lock. I didn't have to sleep, sleep. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it turned into a whole ordeal of, like, how is this going to get solved? So I think we had to go to a city when we were, like, up in the mountains. We had to go to a city and uh, get me, like, cure restoration or something. But I remember yeah. that, it literally ruined that whole session because we were going to go do something. And then I, I did that right at the beginning. 
and then the whole session was trying to fix me. I, uh... I pulled it up, so on a failure, you take 66 psychic damage, and you're insane until you finish a long rest. Uh, and then while insane, you can't take actions, can't understand what other creatures say, you can't read, and you can only speak in gibberish. A greater restoration spell cast on you ends this effect. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool that there's like all that shit for it. And that was one of the things, you know, they referenced in this madness table was, uh, you know, that spell. And then I've never heard of symbol. Uh, it's a glyph on a surface. There's literally like a three page long. That's a seventh level abjuration spell. It's there's there's like a million words on like what this fucking spell does. But I'm going to guess it has to do with something with uh insanity of its own kind but uh yeah i'd never heard of anything like this beforehand and i asked people like this week on the page like what they were interested in or if they had any insanity mechanics and what they use and a lot of people suggested things from other games uh like delta green's got a really good stress and uh madness system that they use so a lot of people said they just adapt that um i think pathfinder there's one as well uh, a lot of people ended up referencing the DMG, and then uh, someone said that uh, Matt Mercer came up with one that they enjoy. So, it seems like there's a lot of options that you can use, and a lot of them are kind of adjustable to fit whatever uh, you're looking for. But the one that's in the book actually is pretty fucking solid. I would be fine using this. I don't know why resisting a madness effect would be a charisma save. I see wisdom, I could see intellect, but like, charisma doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe it's because there's so many fucking charisma classes in the game. Or charisma yeah. base classes. Charisma's just a weird stat, I feel like. Yeah, well, what's what what's the definition of it again? It's something like, you're handsome, you're easy to talk to, you're also smooth talking, you, everything about you is just appealing. And that's like kind of how it values how appealing you are to other people. But it's so that, used. Uh, I love that image. I think it's from Gravity Falls or something like that of like their grandpa. And he's like, I think he's talking about tabletops or something. I don't, I don't know the context, but like the meme I always see is like only nerds would put charisma as like a base stat in their game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I do know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, I've also heard people say that they decided to do this and make charisma count more like a a main ability you know i can't remember we talked about it one time there's like five i think classes that have uh charisma as like one of their main abilities uh because charisma used to not be very used in other versions of DD. so they were like all right well you know what in fifth edition we're gonna make it popular it's gonna be like one of the most valued ones and now intellect is like garbage it's like only used by like wizards and artificers, which sucks because I, I don't know. I feel like sorcerers should also be able to benefit from it, but yeah. yeah I feel like uh, I feel like one reason that they don't use the madness uh, chart much in 5e, um, or at least the reason why it's not like pointed out much and stuff, uh, is because I feel like. Uh, Wizards of the Coast is like very uh, like lenient towards players 
What do you so mean? like, like they're very passive. Not even that. It's just like old kind of D and D games, like three point five and Pathfinder. Uh huh. Couldn't give a fuck if you die. Sure. Yeah. Couldn't give a fuck. You're supposed to actually. You're going to whatever, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like D and D five E is not like that. No. I feel like D and D five E is is much more like uh, forgiving style of D and D, and with the uh, with the changes that's happening in D and D one with natural twenties too, I just feel like Wizards of the Coast is starting to like make it apparent that they're more like we don't want our players to die as often as they used to in Dungeons and Dragons. Because if you're if you're unaware for the new, because I've already told Scud and Tyler this off pod just because it was so blasphemous. Oh yeah. Um, how in D and D one, the new D and D they're coming out with, they're changing uh, natural twenties. Um, they will now automatically success on DCs and skill checks, as well as nat ones will automatically fail those. Uh, they changed it to where they will not affect um, ranged attacks or spell casting. So natural 20s wouldn't affect like r- ranged bow attacks or ranged spells. I know the spells thing is for a fact. I'm not for certain on the ranged bows, but I'm pretty sure that's part of it too. Uh, and then the part that is really big fat shit <laughs> is that uh, only player characters can crit yeah, I uh, hate that. So, that like, the DM, whenever they roll, like, a natural 20 to attack one of the player characters, like, rules is I written in so D&D much. 1. Like, that's not, like, a like a critical attack. And, that's like, so yeah, that's a that's pretty stupid. And, and I feel like, you know, with the... The changes that, the, the changes that they've made and the things that they've updated 5e with and the leaks how they made ranger broken mm-hmm. you know uh these natural 20 rules um before they you know announced D one one of the last things they did with 5e was introduce the you know pretty much the ability to say yeah i want to play a human but i want the plus two to go to whatever the fuck i want you know what i mean i can't remember what they called it like the character background or something like that yeah, but, yeah, they're doing backgrounds now. But, like, they made it to where you can, like, choose the racial bonuses for your race and stuff, right? Yeah. And, like, they did that yeah. in 5e before they uh, before they released D&D 1. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, you know, something that's always been hardline with D&D, like, racial bonuses. Yeah. Like, you get this, you get that. And now they're, like, well, actually... We're going to add, like, this, you know, book or whatever that has character backgrounds. Now, if you want your human to have a plus two to charisma, his racial bonus goes to his charisma in D&D 5e, then it can. Like, you can, you can do that. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but I am saying that that is a very much, like, player PC-driven change, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So is 
you know, yeah. uh, making it to where rangers are broken in the new D&D. So it's making it to where you can't be crit in the new D&D. Uh, and I just feel like wizards uh, are trying to like make D&D a lot more casual. You know what yeah. I mean? It's I hard to make a casual... It's hard to make a casual game successful if in your casual game you're dying all the fucking time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, like how hard is it to play Tarkov casually? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you're playing Killing. D&D, trying to play it casually. It's one thing if you can play it casually and you can, like, be like, oh, no, my character died. Whatever. You know what I mean? It's different if you can do that. Not a lot of people can do that. Um, Dylan was talking to me one time about a guy he works with that wants to play Pathfinder but struggles to find people that will take the time to learn and do it and I was like well you know they just kind of have to and he's like yeah but like this guy works like you know like a 50 hour work week he's like D&D is just easy for a, a you know a busy person to just show up and play and for somebody that only gets to play maybe once a month D&D is probably fine you know, for what they do. And I was like, you know, I never really thought about it like, like that, you know, we take the game, we want, we want a harder game because we have the time to learn the harder game now. And, you know, we want that crunchier idea, but I know um, some people, some people can't afford that time to learn the system. Run the hustler mindset. Yes. I mean, it's yes. like, I mean, we just want a, like a, like a detailed game to play. We yeah. literally on Friday nights for the last like two years have been like, we're not playing video games, we're playing this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course we want like a little more depth, yeah. but no, yeah, Dylan's 100% right. Yeah. That makes total like, sense. Imagine playing like once per month, and this, you know, the setting would also be like in person. And it's like, uh, I completely lost my train of thought. Uh, the setting would be like, you know, we play once per month. It's real easy for me to get back into a D&D 5e character sheet rather than like a Pathfinder. 15th level Pathfinder character that I've played a month. Yeah. I mean now to this day like I play Ryochi and I'm like looking over his character sheet and I'm like yeah. don't you fucking forget you have a fucking yeah. racial passive bonus to where if you fail your first save against a charmer you know like it's like shit like that it's like I've had this ability since level 1 but I played this character for fucking a year and a half and I hardly ever use that ability. And, like, now I've got to figure out how to juggle all this crazy shit I can do now. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, going back to 5e, uh, especially with the way that the character sheets are made in 5e, it's actually really easy. To... I made I made a character in D&D Beyond in, like, five minutes for Dungeon yeah. Damage. Like, yeah, it's super easy to make characters and just, like, understand what a character can and can't do in 5e. Mm-hmm. Um, I constantly forget Erlana has an ability where she can give a plus one to somebody's skill check once per day. Is that just a free like racial thing? Yeah, it's uh, it's like inspiring halfling or something like that that she has. Um, Yeah, I constantly forget. But normally, like, I, I I seem to be like the knowledge check person currently in uh, Tyler's game of Serpent Skull. For sure. Um which I just put points into religion uh, to try to help that issue. 
I don't know if anybody else has points of religion. That may have just been Luke. No, you're really the knowledge person for like for pretty much everything except nature. Yeah, and, and I think I think I've well. I think I've one point in nature and one rank in religion, and I'm trying not to really bump those stats up because I want it to feel kind of natural. Like she's learning these things because she has to. Um, and I want it to be more fluid. I don't want to just be like, okay, well, it's a level up and I have 30 points. So I'm just going to dump 20 into a new skill. So I'm like the expert. I'm the leading, leading force of information on this feature. So I've been like, you know, one point in undead or in religion because we've been fighting undead. She's been learning a little bit. Uh, and I'll just move up slowly from there. Depending there's been on like, a lot fighting. There's been a lot of undead in this campaign. Didn't expect. Yeah. I didn't expect a lot of undead from Kingmaker, and I feel like you guys fight an un a decent amount of undead per book. I think that might, maybe, might just be a lot of undead in Pathfinder. Probably. I mean, it's typically the evil thing, you know what I mean, Link? True. If you're finding a bad guy, they probably have undead. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. There's some new uh, undead that I've never seen uh, you guys will fight in book four that are pretty fucking crazy. Dude, um... You guys did one of my favorite things I've, I've read in a Pathfinder book in this last this last sesh. Uh, after I got done reading the Fazumi Salt Mine part of the uh, okay. Serpent Skull book, uh, it was like, all right, up next, part E, roadside cockfight. <laughs> I was I was excited for that. I was I was excited to see how that went. You guys yeah. just bullied your way through. We needed that stuff too, so it's gonna be unfortunate. It won't be that unfortunate. Yeah, I love the image. Uh, you know, after the whole Vink. Sam's grabbing this man and shaking him down after he tried to shake Sam's down, and then Key demanding that the chickens be released. <laughs> All the chickens are released. Everybody starts loading up their fucking cart and driving away because Sam's is a gorilla man threatening people. There's a lion. Just, I love the and there's a lion or a tiger and, Sorry. and a barrel man. No, he's a lion. I thought Roe was a, a tiger. Pretty sure the lion. Okay. And then I, I, uh, I just love the image in my head of like three foot tall Irlana standing defeated. in the middle of this chaos, just yeah. absolutely defeated because <laughs> all she wanted to do was buy some stuff from these merchants merchant carts. She went up so just like eager and, and within and three happy. minutes, the entire party just broke this entire roadside cockfight down. Destroyed a cockfighting ring and dismantled somebody's betting system. Also, that we could free the chickens. Yeah, it's Pretty a great. good cause. It's a good cause. Yeah, I just love the the image of you standing in the middle, like just totally done with the party, like these motherfuckers. <laughs> Well, right, guys, I think we have reached the end of this episode or this session. Uh, thank you guys for being here with me. Uh, and everybody listening, uh, we are your Goomen, and we will see you next session. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh? Yeah, I got stop. Oh. It's my thing to not have it.